Hello, and welcome to I Have a Few Questions About Being a Grown-Up. I'm Annie Middlemist. And I'm Patrice Ciccarelli. We're two coaches helping new adults who are trying to navigate their path. We tackle your questions and offer solutions while building your emotional intelligence along the way. We're here to help. Let's get started. Hey, Annie, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Uh, busy. I've been running around. I just got back it, from dropping my kids off at track practice. So it is a totally busy, crazy time of year right now. And I've been, you know, following on social media, all my friends, and it looks like it is prom season. So, um, is your son going to prom? He is. Yeah. And it's interesting because in our school district, the school's not hosting the prom because of the pandemic. They still aren't allowed it, allowing those kind of events. And so all the parents have jumped in and started scheduling their own prom. So before where there would be one prom that everybody would go to, now the parents are hosting smaller proms. So there's only going to be 200 people that are invited or not invited, but that can buy tickets for it. So it, what's interesting is kids have to choose now. It's kind of a social dilemma. Kids have to choose, do I go to this prom or do I go to this prom? Or my friend had already planned a party in her backyard for prom, but now mm. they scheduled a dance, a party that we can go to over here that I kind of want to go to, but I already committed to my friend to going over here. So it's interesting how doing these, these prom events are great and lots of kids are going to go, but it's kind of creating some social dilemma for some kids. I think that's literally what prom is, is a social dilemma. (laughs) Even when (laughs) it's at one place, it's, do I do a promposal? Do I go with my friends? Do I go with a girl who I might like, um, a girl I really like? There's all the pre-investigation, right? Like, I think I might ask Meg to the prom, but I need to see if anyone else is asking Meg, like just have, just ask her, but no, they have to go through the back channels. And then um, my sister-in-law calling me and saying, Oh, Emma's getting asked to the prom today. She's going to get promposal with the lacrosse game after the game. And I'm like, how do you know? You shouldn't know that, especially (laughs) as the mother, you should not have this information. The whole um, promposal thing is so interesting to me. It's like, I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And uh, I've spent more than enough time on Pinterest looking at promposals to help my kids give yeah. decent promposals. Um, the people that, you know, they weren't even romantically involved with. It was just how you're supposed to ask. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. And nowadays, really and nowadays you don't have to go with a date. A lot of people just go in big groups of people, right? With you know, a bunch of guys and a bunch of girls, and they're not necessarily paired up, but they're all going yeah. together, um, which is different than it was when I went to prom. You know, it was like expected that you didn't go if you didn't have a date, and there was no groups. Yeah, you didn't go if you didn't have a date, but I do recall ditching my date when I got there for my friends. Yeah, and he was a means to an end. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think that's a good question for our listeners to think about is, do I want to date just so I walk in with someone on my arm or would I rather just go with my good friends and not worry about matching someone's dress or getting the corsage for someone I'm not really that close to, you know, or really know that well. Um, 
And I don't know where that social pressure comes. If it's generations and generations, like Tradition. even ordering a corsage for my son to give to his girlfriend. I'm like, are, is that a thing? Like, do kids still do court? Do they only do corsages because I had a corsage and because my mom had a corsage yeah. and her mom had a corsage? Like it's a tradition. It's like it's a, the tradition. Yeah. Passed down. And it's a very expensive one night bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about money. All these things are about businesses, right? They're all set up to sell dresses, rent tuxedos, corsages, flowers. Yeah. I had a, a funny, um, funny, not funny prom story. So uh, me and a good friend, good friend in high school, and she really wanted to go to the prom. And I had gotten a date, some guy that worked at the mall. <laughs> so I had a date. Let's just leave it at that. That's and, enough. The guy I worked with at the mall, but okay. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> um, anyway, so I had a date and my friend um, Jill did not have a date yet. So, but she had a guy friend that she wanted to ask and he was this gregarious guy friend, and super fun. Um, so she asked him and he said, yes. And I don't think he really wanted to go. Well, I know he didn't want to go, but he said, yes, kind of out of the pressure of, yes, you know, going. And as the time got closer, he kind of ghosted her. And so she had planned to go and, you know, all of a sudden, at the very last minute, he didn't want to go. And so now she's home alone. And the dilemma was, what does she tell people? Because there were people who she knew were going to make her feel bad about like, why weren't you there? And, and she and I were so close that when you saw one of us, you would see the other, like we were always kind of, a, we would have gone as a group had we both been going. And so I came up with this plan that when I saw people at the prom, if they asked me where she was, I did this. Oh, yeah, she was just here. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my the gosh. Whole thing. And there was only the there was only one or two people who like would have been looking for her. And I did that a couple of times and they were so into themselves and their dresses and their dates and. So they, a couple of people asked me like, oh yeah, she just went to the bathroom. Oh yeah, she was just there. And I only had to do it a couple of times. And then on Monday, she was back at school and um, the one girl came up to her and she's like, oh, you look so nice at prom. Did you have a good time? And Jill was like, yes. <laughs> she, she was like, that was the only thing she was worried about was somebody making her feel bad that she got canceled or she got ghosted. Yeah. But just the fact that that the other gal uh, acknowledged how good she looked and she was like, oh, thanks. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. I feel like that takes us into today talking about gossip and rumors. Yeah. Right? Like, is that what our question is today? Gossip and it rumors? Is. Oh. It is. Well, yeah. And um, how easily those things can get started. Yeah, we have a question today from Emma asking that a rumor has been going around about her and she doesn't really know how to address it or where it started or what you say. So the rumor is that this past summer at camp that she had lice at camp and some mean girl is spreading this whole rumor around and true or not, 
it's really mean. Wow. And when you know people are talking about you, what do you do? So that's really the question. I mean, rumor aside, whatever it was, whatever about, um, you know, people are talking about you. What do you do? What would you do, Patrice? Ah, uh, I don't like these kind of questions. I mean, I do like the question, but it just pains me to think about somebody going through that because you just know how it feels. We've all been through that where somebody said something about you that wasn't true, or they said something about you that you didn't want other people to know. Maybe it was true, but it's not something you're proud of or something you're self-conscious about. And so this goes to the whole, you know, strategies around bullying, I think. And trying to stand up for yourself and really shining a light on something or turning it around and not giving them power by taking their power away and either making fun of yourself, acting like you don't care. You know, those are some of the things that off the top of my head, but what do you think? Well, it's funny because um, I've been doing research on peer pressure, which really can move into bullying. And um, you you hit the word on the head that I've been finding in all this research is the word power. And that people who are often known as the popular kids at school get their power from getting people to conform to a behavior that they want them to do. That's where you get that power. Whether it's everyone wears blue on Tuesdays or fancy Friday or drinking at a party or whatever it is, you're back to that word of power. And so really when you're in that position, I think to sit back for a second and say, who has the power in this situation? And if the person who's not involved is trying to gain power at your expense, I don't know that I would even go to the source and I don't know that I would give it any power, you know, like don't give it more than two sentences of your life. Right. Then to really think about this, because I'll tell you, every news story is forgotten because another news story replaces it. Right. And if that person is trying to get power out of gossip and they're not getting it, they're going to find another rumor to spread. That's it. So I've seen this, you know, there's, there's a little kid, little kid, he's a teenager in our neighborhood who he's masterful at pushing people's buttons, masterful at it. And he's really developed the skill well, which will be interesting to watch as he gets older to see how he uses it. Because really, it's one of those skills that you can use for good or evil. So far, he's chosen, chosen to use it to kind of get under people's skin to just to pull their levers and see that he can do it. And um, every once in a while, one of my kids, he'll try and do this with them. And from an early age, we've lived in the neighborhood for a while. So from an early age, I've been coaching my kids, like don't give them power. When they do something, you get, you get that feeling in your summit stomach that he's trying to get under your skin. That's when you need to just ignore them. And whether it bugs you or not, pretend like it doesn't bug you. You know, don't respond. They're trying to say, oh, you know, my, my phone's better than your phone or whatever it is. Do you just say, yeah, it's a cool phone you have. Like you can't, 
argue with them because then they know they've gotten under your skin and then they'll just take it further. So you have to, like you say, not give them power, not put any energy into it, just ignore it. Even, you know, even in the life story, like if somebody said, oh, I heard you had lice last summer, you could say, no, I didn't. But that would be terrible if I had, I would, you know, like in self-deprecating humor is always a good way to turn it around and, you know, make it a situation that is kind of lighthearted. But to do that, you got to not let it bug you. You have to be ready for it and you have to have the mindset that you're not going to give them power and that you're just going to make a joke about it, ignore it, or just move on. Yeah. Get into the root of why someone would spread a rumor about you and then kind of go to an empathy side for that person too. Um, Why does that person feel like they need to talk about me? Like, is there something about me that's threatening them? There's a whole lot of ways to look at this. Yeah. Why does that person need power right now? Yeah. Uh, you know, what's and that person so getting into this? If you take this into out of the, um, you know, younger teen world and into the older teen, young adult world, so you think about it like you have interactions at work and somebody's short with you or somebody's snarky with you or somebody makes some rude comment. And 99 times out of 100, it's not about you. It's about what's going on with them, Right. It's rarely about you, but they, you happen to be in front of them when they were getting ready to blow for whatever reason, they had a bad morning, something happened at home, maybe they have a sick parent, you have no idea what's going on with them. But a lot of times we'll take that on like, oh my gosh, they hate me. Oh my gosh, you know, I did something wrong when really it has nothing to do with you. So I choose to sort to that mindset when somebody's acting like that I just assume they have something going on there's something in their life you know and I feel kind of bad for them but I'm not going to let it ruin my day I just move on yeah there's that great graphic about an iceberg where you just see the tip of the iceberg above the water and all the stuff that's going on underneath be like I'm just going to go around this iceberg right now I'm (laughs) I'm just going to go another direction because I don't know what's under there um, maybe you don't want to unpack it, but you know, being gossiped about is horrible. It's happened to me at work, uh, happened to me at school and it's just crazy stuff. Like usually the rumors are so crazy. There was one when I was like late high school, someone spread a rumor that I threatened to beat up someone. Well, could that be any more out of context <laughs> personality? Yeah, no. Like, I don't have an aggressive bone in my body. I can't even imagine, you know, unless you're just like a fly that's bothering me. That's pretty much the extent of my aggression. Yeah. It was such a silly rumor. Yeah. I think everyone, by the time you get to be probably 18 or 19 has either spread a rumor or had one spread about them. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, for sure. I think everybody's experienced it by that point. And the one thing I've noticed too is as I've grown up and experienced lots of different organizations and teams and volunteer groups in the world, I noticed that there are groups of people who gravitate together, who get energy out of that rumor mill and talking about other people and listening 
about other people. And I've noticed about myself that a lot of people don't share that kind of stuff with me. And I think it's because I try and stay away from it. I won't say I've never spread a rumor. Or I've gossiped about somebody because absolutely I have, but I try not to make it a habit. And because when you make it a habit, it becomes part of your brand and it might be a fun conversation when it's happening, but the people around you are taking note that that's the kind of information you share and that's the kind of information you consume. So when they're thinking about you, maybe referring you for a job or um, mm -hmm. setting you up with a date or whatever it is, if that's your brand, if that you gossip or tell stories about people or can, you know, um, come up with stuff that may or may not be true, then um, it's going to change the outcome of how people interact with you in the future. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was just watching a, an old Brene Brown presentation today about that friend who you have, who you only talk badly about other people with that friend. Like it's your co-gossip friend. And whenever you talk on the phone, you're talking about other people at work. And she said, that's not a friend. That's a co-hater. Oh, and a co-hater is not someone you want to be with. Yeah. Because if they're talking about someone else in front of you, 100%, they're talking about you in front of someone else. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. So if you yeah. have someone in your life who comes up to you with gossip, let me tell you, they are going to others with gossip about you. It's yeah. just because they shown themselves to you and you need to believe it. Yeah. Oh, the other thing when you have those kind of conversations with people is to gain some of that self-awareness, you know, that the emotional intelligence and reflect, how do you feel after you have had that conversation? How do you feel about yourself? Does it bring your energy down? Do you, you know, do you question about how you feel about yourself? Do you question, you know, did yeah. I do the right thing? Do you just feel weird about yourself? Like, ah, versus when you have a different kind of conversation, when you're building somebody up or sharing good news about somebody or praising somebody, What's your energy level like at that point where, you know, your vibration level, how are you, how are you doing at that point? So I think reflecting on how you feel after those conversations will help you break that habit. Like, oh, I didn't feel good. So next time, if somebody says something bad about somebody or wants to share something that is gossipy, can you throw something in that's good about that person? Yeah. Can you role model, you know, oh, I'll bet she's going through a lot. If someone just comes up to you and says, you know, God, Patrice, she was such a jerk this morning. I was trying to say hello to her and she didn't even say anything back. Yeah. Said, oh yeah. I'll bet she was having a hard morning. Yeah, exactly. That I know just flipped the conversation. Yes, exactly. You put it into a empathy mode instead of a let's attack. Yeah. Mode. Yeah. A good lesson for everyone to learn. I think I have one friend who I use her as an example all the time because I've never heard her say a bad thing about anybody. She never engages in gossip, doesn't pay attention to it and always has a nice thing to say. And if somebody else is sharing gossip, she'll be like, oh, I didn't know that. But then 
never says a bad thing. Never. I just love that about her. It's just such a nice quality. And when I think about nice people, I think about her because she just never engages in it ever that I've seen. Yeah. Someone we need to think about. So what are we going to tell Emma? What is the, what do we, how do we wrap up Emma's question? So wrap up, don't give away your power. Don't fuel a fire that you don't want to continue burning and know that there's another rumor around the corner and no one really cares. Yep. Even true. No one really cares. Yes. That's so true. People care a lot more about themselves than they do about you. So hundred percent, a hundred percent. Practice self-awareness and recognize when somebody is trying to get under your skin and when it's affecting you. And when you start to notice that, change your behavior to ignoring them, taking their power away by not caring, say, oh, that's cool, agreeing, whatever it is, but don't engage because with somebody like that, the more you engage, the worse it's going to get. Yeah. So for those listeners who are out there and have had something like this happen to them, be empathetic when it happens else. And if you're going now, also know that you're not alone and it will pass sooner than you think. The less energy you give it, the sooner it'll pass. All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah. That was a good conversation. All right. We'll see you next time. If you have a few questions about being a grown-up or would like to be a guest on our show, you can reach us at I Have a Few Questions podcast on Instagram and I Have a Few Questions podcast at Gmail. Reach us either way. We would love to hear from you and take your questions or maybe even meet you in person. And if you enjoyed listening, leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and write us a review. It would mean the world to us. We always love having subscribers and making new friends.